so much. New series in the early service is Blessed, Blessed. And the second service, this one, Bountiful. Can you say that word? Bountiful. And now if you're new here, listen, you'll say, well, I don't ever get nothing out of church. If you'll start listening and talking to me a little bit, you might learn something. Amen. But it's just my style. If you'll talk with me a little bit when I say it, it sort of gets inside of you. Amen. I'm that kind of learner. I have to, when I read, I usually read out loud. I drive people nuts. At the office, they think, people think that somebody's in there with me. No, I'm just by myself. I'm in there talking. Amen. But I can read and hear it in my ears. Is anybody else like that? You're sort of like that. You're reading, hear it in your ears, and it sinks in a little bit better. That's how we do church here. So, Bountiful, Bountiful, a new series. Bountiful, Bountiful. I can't help, but when I hear that word, I think of America. How bountiful our country is. No matter where you go, no matter where you're from in America, you think you're in the best part. You know that? I'm from Rockingham, North Carolina, you know, and I'm just proud to be from Rockingham. And I think I'm in the best part of the country. I'm in Rockingham. And then I got out of Rockingham, and we're like, well, there's a whole lot better places than Rockingham. (laughs) Amen. But that's who we are in this country. We're just so blessed. God is blessed. As bountiful as the word. What does it mean? It means abundant. Plentiful. It's our Thanksgiving series right now. That's what we're talking about. Blessed and bountiful. For the next few weeks, I want to encourage you to not be an ingrate. Amen. Say, nothing worse than Christian people being negative. That's the worst thing on the planet. Being negative, oh, I got it so bad, but I love Jesus. Nobody believes that. But also, the other's not, I don't like the other either, where everything's like, oh, 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 Jesus, Jesus. And then you're just a freak, a nut, okay? There has to be quite something called life here, real life, where, where bad things can happen. You can accept that, but you can still keep a good attitude. Amen? All right? So, bountiful, it means abundant, plentiful, ample, generous. That's what the word means. We think of a bountiful harvest, bountiful supply. Y'all hear me this morning. This is what we're going to be talking about. Bountiful gifts. The word bountiful means full. It means overflowing. Not just one word is not good enough to cover bountiful. There's a bunch of them. It means more than enough. It means it's rolling in, baby. Amen. I like this one. Mucho. I love that. Come on. Bountiful. Blessed. These are what the word means. So many things. Super abundant. Isn't that crazy? How many would say, that's my life? That's my life. God's been so good to me. Come on. Super abundant. Inexhaustible. Isn't that crazy? And honest to goodness, if we just stopped being selfish and we just started thinking about all the good things and we just and somebody kept forcing us to say another one and say another one and say another one and say another, we could probably do it for days. You hear me? Of how many good things in our life. Open-handed, the word bountiful means open. It means whopping. Amen. Come on. That's bountiful. That's what it means. Unfortunately, a lot of us, our life is the opposite of that. We live like it's the opposite of that. What does that mean? Meager. Oh, I just hardly got enough to get by. I don't feel sorry for you at all living in this country. Amen. Say, how many got you had plenty to eat this whole year so far? Let me see your hand. Yeah, I think you look fine. You look like you've been eating good. You know, clothes on your back. Let's put a hand up. How many got more clothes than you need? Let me see your hand. I got just more clothes than I need. 
Do you see what I'm saying? You think I'm going to feel sorry for you and your bad attitude? It ain't happening. But that's the opposite of bountiful. Insufficient. Insufficient. A lot of times we have plenty. It just ain't all we want. Lacking. If you're not careful, this will be your attitude. This can be your attitude right here. And I know people like this. They come into the room and the place goes dark. Amen, say. And they wonder why they don't have any friends. Well, you start acting like this and you're going to be about friendless, okay? Sparse or sparse or however you say the word. Is it sparse? Sparse. Thank you for helping me. Wanting. Here's my word. I added a new one to the opposite of bountiful. That's my last one. I did this one myself. Picked on. The opposite of bountiful is picked on. You start living the opposite of thankful and become an ingrate, and don't be surprised. You're going, you're going to start feeling like you picked on, picked on, picked on, picked on, picked on. Picked. Nobody likes that. Do you all know that, yes or no? You can act like somebody likes it. They might give you the time of day when you're just whining. Nobody likes it. They might act like they like it. They don't like it. They won't tell you. I'll tell you. We don't like it. Can we say that together? We don't like it. We don't like it. We don't mind you telling us our pro- your problems. We'll help you in grief. But you're going to live there and wallow in that? We don't like it. Okay? Pick them. So bountiful, 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 bountiful. Title of my message today in this new series is called Fully Thinking. Fully Thinking. Or Think Full. Can you say Think Full? One more time. You want to be thankful, then think full. You want to be thankful, you want your tank full, then think full. Think full. There's always two sides. There's always a couple of different ways to look at something. Think how. You want to be thankful, then think how. Think full. Think full. Now, I'm not Joel Olstein up here. He's so much nicer than I'll ever be, okay? All right? I'm not just talking about saying positive little things. But you know what? That goes a long way, though. I'm going to tell you that right now. Being positive, thinking positively, it goes a long way. But it's biblical, man, to think full, to think full. So let's talk about fully thinking today. Y'all with me so far? Y'all ready to roll? Here we go. Here we go. We've just been setting the plate. One of my favorite verses, I think it's a great verse for you to memorize, to write down, put it on your phone, read it often. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, God speaking, says the Lord. Thoughts of what? Peace. Not of what? Evil. To give you a what? An expected end. That word expected end is hope. It's the word hope. H-O-P-E. To give you hope. So this is what God says. You know what God says? God says, I know me. God says, I know what I think. But so often our view of God is not, it's certainly in God's view of Himself. You're picking on me. I can't believe you let this happen to me. That is not God. And God knows his thoughts. That's what he says. He said, I know what I'm thinking. I know what I say. I am who I am. And here's what God says. God says, I want peace for your life. That's what God says. Oh, if the church, if I go to church, the church will fall in. How many, I've had people tell me that. Oh, it didn't fall in. Believe it or not, the world doesn't revolve around you, okay? Okay? God's not waiting for the church to collapse just because you're here today. No, no, it's going to be fine. See, because God wants peace for your life. 
yeah, but, but, but my life's a wreck. Well, that's not God's will for your life. God wants peace for your life. That doesn't mean everything's going to have to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. It doesn't mean He's going to give you peace and remove everything bad in your life. That's not normally the case the way it is. No. You can have peace in the midst of the storm. Yes or no? Amen. So he says, I want good for your life. This is God saying, I want good for your life. I want good for your life. That doesn't mean he wants you necessarily wealthy or getting a new car because you sent money off to the TV preacher. That's just craziness. God says, I want good for your life. I want good. God doesn't want you to be a wreck. He doesn't want you to be an ingrate. He doesn't want you to be miserable the rest of your life. Well, I've been miserable my whole life. Well, you don't have to keep being miserable. God is for me. Amen. Yes or no? That's what he says in his word. He wants good for my life. And that last part, he says, to give you an expected end. God says, I want hope for your life. You know what the word hope is? The word that hope ain't like we do today in, the, in our English language. Hope today is, well, maybe. So God wants maybe in my life. No, that's not what that word means. The word means confidence. It actually means confident expectation. God wants you to live your life confidently expecting every day, every day, I am with you. I love you. I'm not leaving you. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. It's not getting erased when you screw up sometimes because you're a screw up to begin with. See, this is God. This is how God sees things. I want you to live confidently that I love you. I will never leave you. I'm disappointed in you, God says. When things go wrong, you make bad choices. But I want you to have a great life. Amen. Yes or no? I want you to be the salt and light in this world I've called you to be. This is God's will. This is God wants us to have a bountiful life. Are y'all hearing me or not? You think I've been smoking like weed or something? He's been smoking? He's like, like really happy or something. What's he doing? No. No, this is a, I can talk about this kind of stuff because I know what it is to be on the other end. I know what it is to be depressed and down and to be sad. My mother was murdered on the night before Thanksgiving. That could have ruined every Thanksgiving for my family. But instead, the Clark family, a bunch of hellraisers, we're all saved now. And all of us, Go home for Thanksgiving every year. And we'll have a big reunion with family. Out of a tragedy came something beautiful. You hear me, yes or no? Tragedies and situations can absolutely ruin your life if you let it. But that's not God's will for your life. God says, I want peace in your life. Even if your mother was killed. I want, I want good for your life. I want hope for your life. Marriages that go awry. Somebody leaves the other partner for somebody else. That's a horrible feeling. It can leave you just sad the rest of your life. Yes or no? Had somebody write me the other day and said to me, they were so happy for Kim and me that we found each other and that she can see that I'm happy. And she said, I'm not like you. I still hurt. I couldn't move on. Listen, that's not God's will for your life. Did you hear me, yes or no? I don't care what the church tells you. It's not God's will for your life to be miserable the rest of your life because somebody cheated on you and hurt you like a dog. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Say. 
Somebody's got to get a hold of you and say, hey, listen, there's life out there. Go live it, baby. You hear me? Say, bountiful. Did I lose you? All right, you're like going to sleep on me. Here we go. So listen, I want that for me too. I want this for Gary. You're going to have to jump on this wagon if you want it. I want peace for me. Amen. I want good for me. I want hope for me. You, I can't do that for you. I can get up here and talk and about put you to sleep. But you've got to grab it and say, that I want that. God is for me. He wants good for me. He wants peace in my life. I'm sick of living the way I've been living, and there's going to be some change going on. Y'all hear me or not? Amen. This is what we can have. Here's what God says. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. And by the way, this day is being recorded against you right now. The fact that you're in church this morning, it's being written down. You've heard that you can have a better way. You've heard that God is for you and not against you. But you choose rather to stay in the pit and wallow. Let me tell you something. I record this day against you. I record it against you. I've set before you life and death. Life and death. Life and death. Blessing and what? Cursing. Therefore, choose what? Choose what? That both you and your family can live. So many families are miserable today because mama or daddy's miserable. Yes or no? It's horrible. Listen, choose me, God says. Choose life. Choose to believe that I love you. Choose to believe that I want peace in your life. Choose to believe I want good in your life. Choose to believe that I want to give you a confident day every day that you can roll out of bed happy. You can do this because I'm with you. Amen? This is, this is God's plan. Choosing life means to choose to live in the now. Live in the now. Live in the now. Live in the now. This is something I've had to learn. Not in the past. That's what people who are negative, they're trapped. They're living in the past. Are you all okay today? Living in the past. Can't ever trust again. Because I was hurt so bad, I can't trust again. Be honest with you, I struggle with that a little bit. But I have to make a conscious effort. This is not right for me to think that way. Kim has never done me any wrong. Just because I was treated badly before, that should not enter into our relationship. Yes or no? Amen. She deserves my trust. She deserves my love. God deserves that out of me. You've got to choose. The, it's a choice. And it ain't like I made a choice eight years. You have to make it every day. Choose life. Not the past, not the, or the later. Oh, tomorrow. So you make excuses for being pathetic today. Yes or no? Well, we do know tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow, tomorrow. I love you tomorrow. But you're killing us today. Come on. Live today, baby. Live today. Live today. Live today. That's our message. Bountiful, bountiful. I must think this way. Say that with me. I must think this way. One more time. I must think this way. This is right thinking. This is right. Listen to Jesus. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, where thieves are going to break through and steal it. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves ain't there to break through and steal it. Got it? That's pretty plain talk right here. Because Jesus says where your treasure is, there's your heart going to be. 
Where your treasure is, there's your heart going to be. The light of the body is the eye. Now listen, it gets a little complicated, but hang in here. If your eye be single or centered or focused, your whole body will be full of light. You can have a light of life, a life of light if you want one. You can have a life of light if you want one. It's not going to come by accident. It's not going to come by looking broadly. Look, look. No, it's going to come being centered. You've got to focus. If your eye is single, the whole body is going to be full of light. But if your eye be evil, that's what God calls this. It is evil. It is evil. It is evil to be an ingrate. It is evil to think you're no good, to think you're nothing. To look up into the face of God and say, I don't matter to you, even though you shed your blood for me. But we don't talk to him like that. I said it earlier. All of us would be much more thankful if we realized who we're talking to. In the book of Revelation, Jesus appeared on the Isle of Patmos to the Apostle John. He had, he had hair white as wool. The Bible said he has eyes as a flame of fire. When he speaks, his voice is as the voice of many waters. If you saw him, trust me, you would not be griping. You hear me, yes or no? Y'all listening to me or not? You'd fall at his feet like John did. The Bible says he fell at his feet how? Dead. That's how he will live life. Man, God, you love me. It's evil of me to think otherwise. Just because somebody hurt me, you're good. They might be bad, but you sure ain't. Yes or no? Bountiful. Bountiful. If your eye be evil, your whole body is going to be full of darkness. If therefore the light that's in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Have you seen bad things happen to people and their life just goes off the rails? Let me see your hands. I mean, it just went off the rail, man. I mean, I couldn't believe it. They're crazy. Well, that's what happens. That dark eye, that dark eye will lead to a dark place. You hear me today? Bountiful. Bountiful. No man can serve two masters. Don't play this game. Love God. Serve God. Believe God. Know He loves me. Don't, play, don't try to ride both sides of the street. No man can serve two masters. He's going to either hate the one and love the other, or else he'll hold to the one, despise the other. You can't serve God in money, it goes on to say. Watch your eye. Love the Lord. Now, by the way, this isn't a message on money today, but it's a message on the what? I am blessed. Whether I think I am or not, I am. So why not think that I am? Did I lose you? I am blessed whether I think I am or not. So why not go ahead and think I am? Did I lose you again? The only reason you think you're not blessed is because you think you're not blessed. That's the only reason. And other people can see it. Other people can look in your life and say, man, I don't know why they got that bad attitude. Like, well, you know, something bad. Yeah, but look, they got this going for them and that going for them. Have you ever talked about people like that? Sure you have. It's all about the mind. Thinking right. Think how? Full. Think how? Full. Think how? You want a bountiful life? Then think how? And I know some of you, I look at Miss Joan King right there. She's looking at me. And it's funny. Because she knows that I ain't always been this way. Correct? Cindy, you know. 
They've heard me come crying to them. You listening or not? Now, I could stay that way or I could think full. Amen? Keep listening now. Come on. Take no thought for your life, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, yet for your body, what you're going to wear, what you're going to put on it. Is not your life more than your food this afternoon? Don't you matter more than that? Is your life not more than what you wear? A lot of people, that's it. Their life consists of, well, I'm going to eat this today, and I guess I'll wear that later. Oh, there's so much more to life. I said it in the first service, I think this morning. Oh, I was ugly in the first service. I'm really being nice right now. But people come to Florida, come to Florida, to Inglewood, Florida. By the way, that's where you're at right now, Inglewood. Okay, but anyway, when you come to Florida, I've seen people, they come here and they're miserable. And they say stuff like this. I've heard them say it. I don't like, I don't like the beach. Well, brother, you in the minority right there. Already you done letting a little flag go up. And then they'll say this, I don't like sand. Who says such a thing? I don't, or it's hot. Well, get up early! It's a red flag going off. You hear me, yes or no? It sends a message, man. If you can't be happy in Florida, you're pretty well shot, okay? Is that the truth or what? Come on, man. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. Yeah, come on. I know that the sand gets in your nice car and all that, but you can take care of all that if you want to. Get you a rag. Get you something. Wipe your feet off. Whatever. But don't, don't get robbed of life. Don't let that thief come still, kill, destroy your life. When Jesus said, I've come to give you life abundantly to the full. That's what that word means. Jesus wants us to think full. You're the light of the world. He didn't call us to darkness. He called us to light. But it's not about money. It's about our mind. It's about our attitude. Amen. Roger's flashing lights. Behold the fowls of the air. They don't sow. They don't reap. They don't gather into barns. Your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not better than them birds out there? Think full, man. Think full. Which of you, by taking thought, worrying, can add one cubit to his... I'm short now. Look at me. I'm short. Well, keep trying. You're going to keep getting shorter as you get older. I'm just going to tell you. Why take thought for your clothes, your raiment? Well, I don't have as good as somebody else. But you got better than most of the people on the planet. Just on who you're looking at. Think full. Consider the lilies of the field, how beautiful they are, how they grow. They don't toil not. They don't spin. They're not just, you know, you know, rubbing their hands and going crazy. No, they're just pretty. Look at them. I say unto you that even Solomon, all his, temple, all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Beautiful. Jesus just talking to us. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is cast in the oven, it gets beautiful one day, dies the next. Shall he not much more clothe you, O you of little what? Oh, you that think empty, that don't believe in me. Oh, you're, you say you're Christian, but you don't know what I think about you. That I want peace for you and good for you, and I want you to have hope in your life. Oh, you have little faith. Therefore, don't take no thought saying what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, what we're going to have, what we're going to be wearing. Don't even think that way. After all this, do the heathen think. 
You're no different than a lost person thinking this way. That's what, that is their God, their stuff. The church is bit this full hook, line, sinker, by the way. Church is all about stuff today. You know that, right? Stuff, stuff, stuff. Crazy. Forget about it. Your heavenly Father knows you have need of these things. Look at this great verse. Say it with me. One of the greatest verses in all the Bible. Say it with me. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen? Am I driving you up the wall? Happy Thanksgiving. I'm trying. Here we go. So this isn't a message on money, but it's also not a message on eating or drinking. No, that's not the message today. It's not on clothes. No. It's on what? Think how. We say it, don't we? Well, I'm one of those guys, you might say, that thinks the glass is half full. Half full. Or half empty. You know what I'm saying? Half empty. Or you can think it's half full. Half empty or you can think it's half full. Amen? Thankful. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, Jesus says. Tomorrow is going to take thought for the things of itself. I love this line Jesus gives us. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. There's enough mess today in this world, in your life. If you think full today, you, I'm telling you, you can accomplish a lot right here today if you think full today. Today. Don't even think about tomorrow. Don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. Worry about it. I'm going to think full right now, right now, and I'm going to capture every thought and grab it. Uh-uh! I'm going to think that way. I'm wrong. And I don't do it all the time, and I slip up, and I screw it up. I did that last week. Really screwed it up, my thinking. And I had to get it straight. I had to confess it. Not only to Kim, I had to confess to my brother Terry, and I had to confess to the Lord. Why? Because I want to think full. I don't want to think that way. Amen or oh me? Come on. It's your life. You've got to do something about it. Thoughts. I've said this before. We have 50,000 thoughts every day. Now, some scientists said this. Who do I know? I don't know this mess. I don't doubt it, though. My head just runs like nothing, okay? Crazy. Okay. 50,000 thoughts a day. That's 35 every minute or 2,000 an hour. You don't know things are happening as you see. I see that light. I see that light. I see Roger fly. I see that table. I see that chair back over. I see Gary. How you doing, Gary? I see all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff's going on in my head. Did you know 90% of our thoughts today are repeats from yesterday and days before? Did you know that? 90% of our thinking is from the past. The past. The past. So what does that tell me? Future thoughts aren't our problem. Future thoughts aren't our problem. Future thoughts aren't our problem. Past thoughts are. Future thoughts are not the problem. So what does that mean? If 90% of my thoughts are what's happened in the past or the way I was raised or what I'm thinking, it means, boy, I really better pay attention, not so much to the future. I better live in the what? The now. And by the way, living in the now takes more effort than anything else I do in my life. Living in the now takes more effort than anything else I do in my life. Catching myself. And I don't. I'm lazy. I can complain. I can see my surroundings as negative if I let myself go that way. Instead of seeing the positive that's all around me and the difference that I can make and the difference that's being made in my life. Did I lose you again? 
90% of my thoughts are in the past. Yours too. So it's our past we really have to deal with, guys. Being deliberate. Say deliberate. Help me, guys. Deliberate. Deliberate in my thoughts instead of what? Reaction. I am great at reactionary thinking. (laughs) You want to argue with me? Great. We'll have a great time. I'm good at one-upping somebody. Amen? I played ball in my life. I love crushing the other team. Thrilled yesterday that Miami gave it to Notre Dame. Ooh, a few of you in the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, just crush them. If you're going to beat them, crush them. Go ahead. Amen? But I'm that way. So I have to be deliberate in my thoughts instead of random or reactive. It's hard work. Say it's hard work. Now, if you're here today with me the first time, don't think I'm a psychologist. Guys, I am none of that. I preach the Word. This is in the Word, what I'm talking about today. This is me talking. I need, I need this. This is, this is hard for me. God has created every one of us with free will, guys. Free will. Every one of us have free will. We can choose to accept Jesus or we can choose to reject Jesus. Keep looking. Push me, Raj. We also have the free will to choose our thoughts and to live in the now. You have that free will. You're not getting a pass here. You don't have to live in the past, not in the future, but in the what? In the now. That's what the lady wrote me. She was saying, I'm not like you. I live in the past. Did you know you can live in the, you can live in the now and you can, you can take from the past some of the good? And some of that other mess, that crap I call it, just keep saying, hey, I don't want that anymore. I want that gone. How many have been hurt in your life and, you, and you're a lot like me? You, you can't believe how little you can remember now of the pain that you went through. I'm amazed at the mind. The mind. I can't remember stuff anymore. I believe it's because when you think full, that empty gets gone. Now that's just me talking. When you think full, I think a lot of that pain is God made us fearfully and wonderfully, and I don't understand how I can forget the pain. You hear me or not? Or you can keep that pain alive, and I'm going to keep it alive. I'm going to keep it alive. I'm going to keep it alive. I'm going to resurrect the old dead over here. Think full, baby. Come on. The Bible says keep your heart with all diligence. That means your thinking, your gut, that part of inside of you that just gets all tore up when you're upset. Or that when you love, you just get the funny feelings inside of you. The Bible says keep that part of you with all diligence. Keep that part of you with all diligence. Because out of that's the issues of your life. Keep that. And Roger pushed me through this. My heart is mine. I've said that for years. It's my responsibility to keep my heart. It's not your responsibility to fix Gary. It's Gary's responsibility to take care of Gary. You hear me? Now, God's helping me, but you can't fix me. You can encourage me. We can build each other up. But if we don't accept that, we're going, we're going to fall because of ourselves. You've got to take care of your heart. It's my responsibility to believe what I'm talking to you about today, church. Keep looking. My heart's the center. It's, it's the innermost center of who I am. It's the center of my physical body, the heart. Your heart quits, you're done. It's the center of my rational, emotional, and spiritual life. My heart is the center of who I am. Not the pumping thing, but that part of me that thinks, that has emotions, that cries, that gets happy. All that is the center of who I am. My thoughts, emotions, and my spirit. I made the image of God. Out of the heart flows how much? That's why somebody says, well, he broke my heart. He broke my heart. Or she broke my heart. 
or the church broke my heart, so I don't go to church anymore because they broke my heart. So you're going to be dead the rest of your life or what? Are you going to get your heart pumping again? Are we coming back to life or what? Come on, guys. It's your choice. The physical heart pumps blood. I love this. The rational, emotional, and spiritual heart pumps who? Me. I don't want that hurt in my life to kill me. I want, I, want to, I want to live, man. I want my heart to be happy and healthy. How well my relational, emotional, and spiritual mind works dictates how much what I'll have in my life. Joy, happiness, peace, I'll experience in my daily life. That's, that's part of it, guys. So let's look. Fully thinking or thankful, Rod, you've got to push me and I'm done, buddy. I don't care. You're nodding your head about it. We have to quit because I'm dead. This is the day which the Lord has made. Say that with me. This is the day which the Lord is. I will be what? I'll rejoice and be what? Did it say day or yesterday? Yesterday when the day the Lord had made. No, he didn't say that. Tomorrow the day the Lord. No, he said today's the day the Lord had made. If you get another one, you'll be happy in that one. You ain't got that one yet. Rejoice today. Think full when? Today. No excuses. I don't care. What you say? It's not true. It's not working on me anymore. You're going to be negative? You're not going to get my blessing. You chose that. No, they did it to me. You chose that. Bad things happen to you and they happen to me, and I hate it. But, 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 he loves me. All things work together for what? Good to them who love who? The called according to his purpose. So we're without excuse. We can live a good life and a happy life. You can do this. Because of God's grace each day, is, it's a new beginning for me. Since my thoughts can become different, my life... I love this. Look at this. Since my thoughts can become different, my life, my character, and who I am can be radically transformed. Think about that one more time. I know I'm late, but this is good. Since my thoughts can become what? My life, my character, and who I am can be radically what? Gene Martin could come in here in 2003, and he'll be the first to tell you that his life was not what it needed to be as a husband, etc. He comes in here, has a relationship with Jesus Christ. His life is forever changed, and it changes everything around him. It doesn't mean lightning hits you or a light goes. No, it means it's work. But you realize I have a friend that's just closer than a brother. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And you can be different. Isn't that beautiful? It's gorgeous, man. The Bible says, I beseech you, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now watch this. And don't be conformed to this world, the God of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your what? Mind that you can prove it, baby. Prove it. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? God wants us to prove that He is alive. He's real out there. He wants us to prove that to people. This crap happens to me, but I can be an overcomer. Greater is He that lives in me than He that's in this world. It's all through the Bible. Y'all hear me or not? Good. I can become everything God wants me to be. Well, I'm old. You ain't dead. Come on, man. I can become everything God wants me to be. Thankful. No, I can't. You can, but I can't. You're killing me. There is no limit to my full potential. Say that with me. There is no limit to my full potential. There's no limit. And I'm afraid a lot of you guys retire and you think life's over. 
or I'm just wore out. I tell Miss Kate, you moved into that home with them older folks. And I told, I told her, don't you let them older folks get you down over there. You keep living. You keep living. You hear me? I see so many people, they'll go into an old folks' home. And all of a sudden, they've had life, and they go over there, and they get old. It's a mindset. You hear me? Don't you get old. I'm going to come after you. Come on, guys. Live, man. Just because you don't have the job you had anymore and you're retired doesn't mean that you can't think full and make a difference and be a light right where you are. Come on, man. But I must have Jesus, man. I must have Jesus, and I must have His mind. That's the key. Now, that's what we're going to finish up. I literally must learn to have Jesus' mind, and I must learn to have His thoughts. Everything I've been telling you today is not the way I was raised. This is all that stuff I put on the screen. That's what I've learned from the Bible. I sure didn't learn this from Mom and Daddy or the school. I learned this from Jesus. Any good thoughts that I have or any overcoming I've done is because of Jesus Christ. Gary would have killed somebody. You hear me? Gary wanted to kill himself. When Gary's left to Gary, it's bad news. But when I put my life in his hands and I live every day with gusto and to the full, my potential is unlimited. You hear me, yes or no? It's crazy. It's beautiful. It may sound impossible having the mind of Jesus because we think it's impossible. You mean, Clark, you have the mind of Jesus? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. How do I do it? It's possible because God says it's possible to have the mind of Christ. Don't think this is crazy talk. It's right from the Bible. Read this verse with me in case you think I'm nuts. Let this mind be in you, which was also in... You mean I can think differently? Absolutely. I can have peace in my life, hope in my life, joy in my life. I can know I'm somebody that I matter, I have value. You mean I can smile and light up a room sometimes when I come in it? Absolutely. I love you, Rosa, for coming down from Vermont. She comes down for 10 days to see family. But we're part of her journey. She don't come here without coming to Fellowship Church. And today she made me some homemade jerky. That's what they do back up in the hills back that way. She made me some. But the way you made me feel was that I have made a difference in your life. That I bring light into your life. Just you making that gift for me made me feel, Gary, you matter to her and to her son. I'm proud of you, son. God bless you, man. You can have the mind of Christ. Brethren, I count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, say it with me. Forgetting those what? I'm not, 90% of my thoughts are in the past, so boy, I've got to work on just forgetting some of that mess. And reaching forth unto those things which are what? Before. Look at the language here. It's, it's strenuous. I press. Say I press. I press toward the mark. For the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. If you're going to have the mind of Christ, it's going to take work and you're going to have to press at it. You're going to forget a lot of mess and you're going to have to every day grab it and make every effort you can to live in the now for the Lord. Amen? The peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and your what? Minds through Christ Jesus. Read this verse with me. Roger, do I have a lot left? I quit.
Buddy, we're good. I can't do I can't preach the whole Bible today, okay? Plus, I'm tired. Is that all right, buddy? And it's not like we had a message. Have you all had a message? You've had a message because this is what I do. I just start to, to speak up here, and I see the Scriptures like you do. But this is a huge verse in my life. I think it's one of the most important verses in the Bible. Can I just get, can we just get a little honest real quick? How many would say, Pastor Gary, go ahead and say, I'll, I'll get right there with you. I'm a lot like you. I've had some bad things happen, and I've let it get me down in my life. Let me just say, how many would say, that's me, Pastor? Okay, that means now that's probably 70% of us that raised hands. I'm going to say there's another 10% that's so hurt that you can't even raise your hand. That's most of us. So I think I'm glad I gave this message today. It's a Thanksgiving message. How can I enjoy Thanksgiving when I'm not thankful? When I'm miserable? All it is is a turkey and we're going to eat some stuff. And I'm going to be happy for a minute. There's football, so I'm thrilled at that. But this is important. One of the most important verses in the Bible. If you'll listen. Now, I don't do it all the time. I need to do it more. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Now, don't get that wrong. That don't mean they did that to mean it's true so I can think on it. That's not what it's saying. Whatsoever things are, are straight arrows in your life. Whatsoever things hit the mark and that's really good. Whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are what? Honest. So many of our thoughts are not honest. We've been hurt, but we embellish it. We make it worse maybe than it is. We think we're still living in it, and we're not. But we hang on to it. Don't think that way. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are what? Just. You know these words. These are all good words. Whatsoever things are what? Pure. You've got to take care of you. If you want the mind of Christ, you can't think the way you think and think, but I've got the mind of Jesus. No, you don't. You've got to work at this. Whatsoever things are what? Hello? Phone's ringing. Whatsoever things are what? A lot of you will never get over your negative until you start shutting off your TV. Did you know I stopped listening to Fox News a while back? Now, I listen sometimes. Don't get me wrong. I'm more conservative than they are. Yeah, that's crazy, ain't it? I don't need to keep filling my mind with stuff that I believe most of it anyway. I'm conservative. All it does, it just can get me down. It can get me negative. I need to take some positive time and work on me. Amen. Say, y'all listen to me or not? Why do I say that? Because it says whatsoever things are of what? Good report. I can't keep listening to all the bad reporting. And forget CNN, you'll be jumping off a bridge. Excuse me, that's just another story. Excuse me, I know I'm ugly, ain't I? <laughs> you wanted to say it, some of you, but anyway. Well, I already picked on Fox, so i got to be fair here, amen? Listen, listen, i got to take care of me. If there's any virtue... If there's any what, then what's those last words? Think on these things. I'm done. Now listen, the message today was thankful. Thankful. You can argue with me if you want to. You can get mad at me because I, I hit CNN. 
Well, come back, you'll hear it again probably. That's not the message today. The message today is live in the now. Think full. Guard your heart. Because out of it is going to be your life. Y'all hear me today? 90% of our thoughts are from the past. But there is hope. Because God says, I know my thoughts toward you. I think he looks at me sometimes and goes, man, he is nuts. I see so much good for him. I see so much peace I have for him. I mean, every day he can have an awesome day. Does that sound like you sometimes? God is for me. Amen? Say, he is for me. He is my friend. Thankful. And if you want the other message, maybe, Roger, you can put the notes online. Amen? What does it say? Oh, this is the end. Jesus Christ has already moved the biggest mountain in my life, sin. I was going to hell. I ain't going no more. How about you? I ain't going no more. Can you say I ain't going no more? I ain't going no more. If he removed that big mountain in my life, everything else is just a molehill. It's time to stop making mountains out of molehills and live your life for the Lord. You hear me? Amen? So, fully thinking, say it with me, one, two, three, think full. Let's praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening today. You're awesome. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord.